No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. <laughs> Go this, get yourself some. This episode of No <laughs> Simple Road. lazy and gravy. Okay, Apple. Okay. This episode of No Simple Road is sponsored by... Nugs.net. Yeah, it is. Nugs.net is the destination for live music on demand. Everybody, guess you didn't know that? Now you do. They have a growing collection of over 15,000 full-length concert recordings from bands like... Pigeons Playing Ping Pong. Dead & Company. Humphreys McGee, and 
on and, and on, on and on. So you're never going to run out of live music to listen to and explore. You can listen to a show from 40 years ago, last night. You know, I personally have enjoyed listening to the Dead & Company stuff since I can't physically be at every show. Nogus.net has saved the day several times now. There are some are like, people out there that are going to each show. I know, man. And the, one of the most awesome things, too, is it is, it. it is up so quickly for you to listen to when the show it just is yeah, over. Live. Right when it's over. It, it's available on your desktop, iOS and Android apps, Sonos and Blue OS. And just like us, the folks at Nugs.net are live music fans. So they're offering No Simple Road subscribers a 35% discount on an annual subscription. Go to Nugs.net forward slash No Simple Road and sign up today. And look, if you already have Nugs.net and you're like, I don't care. You can give that 35% subscription to a friend. As a gift. You know, gift people stuff. Be nice. Hook people up. We're hooking you up. Nugs hooked us up. It's like this cool train of hookups. So again, go to nugs.net forward slash no simple road for 35% off an annual subscription. Don't miss any more shows. And get or give that gift of music. Amen, brother. This Bob T. Tittlefritz award-winning episode What's of with the award-winning? <laughs> no Simple Road is brought to you by... We want an award. Define Premium, premium Cannabis. Yep. Define. Define your life with some premium cannabis products from the location in Hillsboro or the one in Forest Grove. Go see Apple. Tell them, tell them hey, I heard the intro and on No Simple Road, and I want my 10% discount and my free T-shirt. Free T-shirt. Fright Rider's not here. <laughs> free T-shirt. <laughs> so, you know, everybody out there that lives in the Portland area, if you haven't been over to Define and gotten 10% off and a free T-shirt, you're blowing it. That's all I got to say yeah. about that, because mm-hmm. Define does have the best cannabis products around. Apple brought home some, it's called a... Uh, Disco Biscuits. Yes. From Meraki Garden. Gardens. Yes. And I've smoked cannabis since I was 13, and I'm 47 now. I'm going to say that that was maybe the best flower I've ever smoked in my whole life. And they, Hands down. They just won an award for it this Best weekend. Indica. Yep. It, it, that stuff is amazing. And there are so many different types of cannabis products over there to find it can be overwhelming and confusing and intimidating but the sweetheart bud tenders over there will take their time with you they won't make you feel rushed they won't make you feel like you don't know what you're talking about even if you don't know what you're talking about they'll help you find the thing that matches what you need for your life and they'll take care of you because you're part of the no simple road family yes and apple works there yeah, and we are there to educate you, and we're constantly educating ourselves because it is confusing. There are so many products, so many new things coming out weekly. Uh, come in, and we will educate you. I think they come out very strong. Uh, come out weekly. weekly, I get it. Uh, okay, they come sorry. out very strongly each week. So head over to Define Premium Cannabis in Hillsboro or Forest Grove. Follow them on Instagram at Define Premium Cannabis. Go in, get your 10% off and your free t-shirt. Tell them you listen to No Simple Road and support the No Simple Road family of sponsors. This episode of No Simple Road is sponsored by... Shop, Shop tour, tour bus. bus. Mel, what happened? I 
<laughs> I feel like I'm lagging today. Like I'm like one step, maybe even two steps behind okay, in, now do it. in the mental thought process. Shop Tour Bus. <laughs> there we go. Go to Shop Tour Bus at Shop Tour Bus on Instagram or shoptourbus.com online and pick yourself out a nice new shirt. Get yourself some fancy duds for the show. Just saying, you don't want to go looking like a bum. Well, maybe you do. Well, maybe you do. There's yeah. a lot of bums. It's kind of fun to be a bum. Yeah. But you could be a bum with maybe a nice shop Maybe you just want a new t-shirt that's rad and fun and soft and cute and cool and secretive. Why is it secretive? Because it's got secret messages on it. On, like what? Well, like, just because it's a Franklin Towers t-shirt doesn't mean it says Franklin's Tower. That's true. Yeah, it's a little cryptic and cool. Yeah. You're cryptic and cool. I'm just saying. Thank you. Apple's cryptic and cool and aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> yeah, like the hand design boxes at Shop Tour Bus, those are also aesthetically pleasing. You know, you can order t-shirts from a lot of places online, and you can order Grateful Dead t-shirts from a lot of places. But if you order from Shop Tour Bus, you're going to get something special. You're going to get a hand design box with a cool Grateful Dead lyric on the inside that you can keep, and it's not just something you're going to throw away and put in your recycling bin. You're going to keep it like I did and put it on... Your dresser, keep your keepsakes, keepsakes in there, your ticket ticket stubs or wristbands or whatever the thing is that you keep. And you're going to get a bootleg with your purchase. And you're going to get free shipping because you listen to No Simple Road. When you check out, put in the promo code No, no Simple, Simple Road, Road and you will get free shipping. And one more thing. If you want to like give a secret personal message to somebody... You can tell them that in the notes when you check out that you want something special written on the inside of your box and they will hook it up for you. So you're getting all this rad shit from Shop Tour Bus when you order. All kinds of trinkets, collectibles, stickers, Come on. candies, degas, tchotchkes, hoo-hahs and whatnot. Yep. Head over to Shop Tour Bus online or at Shop Tour Bus on Instagram and get more, more than, than you bargain for. Mel's still not here. She's, <laughs> She's in the Edibles. I feel like you're like a locomotive, like you know words. No words in. And I'm a headlight on a northbound train, baby. Well, I'm not on that train. So <laughs> you gotta either come back around or slow down. Choo choo. Shoptourbus.com, guys. <laughs> Yay. Look it up. No simple road. No simple road. No simple road. Hey, this is Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters, and this podcast is part of the Osiris podcast family. Osiris is a growing community of music and culture podcasts connecting music fans with conversation, commentary, and music. Osiris. Edible, edible, melable, melable. How would you put it together? Ed, edamel, medibel. I, I can't melible. do it. Melable. There it is. Edelo. That's who we got today. We got edibel. Meldable. What happened? Melible. What happened, babe? What do you mean? What happened? What, what do you mean? What happened? What, what happened? What happened? What happened tell with the edible? Happened. Tell, what tell happened? the, tell the family about your edible experience. Well, I had an sizable edible last night fucking huge and it was delicious like very good um and i took it about like 10 30 when i came home and then 
at about 11.45, I was... <laughs> Things started to get funky. Yeah, downstairs, and I was making collages or, like, getting some stuff done, and then all of a sudden it hit me, and I was like, I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> did you forget that you took the edible? I didn't forget, but I, I kind of did. It's like you just didn't expect it. I was like, damn, this shit creeped up all at once. All at once. Yikes. It, it wasn't like, hey, Mel, it's, I'm coming on. It was like, bitch, I'm here. <laughs> it did say bitch, too. <laughs> and I was like, damn. So I... Turn, walked over to the massage table, turned on the heating pad, and got in the under the blanket and laid face up. And my back just was like so relaxed. And I felt literally the level of tension melt off because I felt my jaw being clenched. And like right before I had, um, right before I got f- that. Like mm-hmm. it came on. I was reading um, notes from the readings that I got from Daniel right before we moved. Oh, to, yeah, yeah. And from that one English psychic. And that's what I fell asleep listening to. Um, it's Goose. Funny. It's funny when you don't really think about that you inedible and then an hour later you're like, yeah. why do I feel so strange? Well, like it really edibles make you feel like a psychedelic it's yes. a, it's, a, it's a psychedelic experience being when you've eaten not too much. I wouldn't say I ate too much last night, but I ate a, a he- heavier dose. Like like I would, I think if you eat too much, you you get nauseous. Mm-hmm. You really Start can't spinning. stand up. I definitely f- couldn't like do activities, but I I didn't wasn't gonna puke. You know what I mean? I I was okay. THC when you smoke it, it's metabolized in your lung. And so it's just THC, but when you eat edibles, it metabolizes in your liver and it creates a different chemical. It's, I can't remember t- t- it, what the name of it is, but the chemical that's created in your liver is a psychedelic. So edibles are psychedelic wow. at their, you know, when you yeah. take it into your gut because it metabolizes different. That's why I can't do it. It's too much for me. Even two milligrams mm-hmm. of an edible, I'm. Too I really high. enjoy it because, I, uh, like, for that exact reason, like, I feel the tension that I'm keeping, like, in my jaw, and that was one of the things that I read from Daniel. That. Um, hey, that, now, no simple road oh, family. Yeah, sorry. sorry, you guys. We really were mid conversation, but anyway, that's what happens, and I felt it, like, being able to be released. Because it's noticed now. Think about this. There's so many people out there that think that cannabis is is like a bad drug. Yeah, but it, it's it's a lot less now. The people are way more educated these days. So my point is that if it can melt tension away, how many people out there right now are tense? Are listening? Right now and gritting their teeth and Me, not noticing right it. Right now I'm doing it and I didn't even barely, and I, once you said it, that's why like um, when you go to a good yoga class, they'll mention those subtle aspects of um, like when you're relaxing or in Shavasana or laying down or maybe even in a pose. There's ways to allow people to um, reduce tension 
with just bringing awareness to it. That's all. Like just saying your ear and all of a sudden you can relax <laughs> like your ear. You are now aware that your tongue is in your mouth yeah, or you are aware that you're blinking and now you fucking true. can't not think about that thing for a little yeah, while. It drives me You nuts. notice it like your tongue, like, oh my God, why is my tongue all And then strong? it doesn't fit in your mouth. Mm. Oh God, why do you do that? Well, it's no. It's like singing Baby Shark. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> no. 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 Anyway, sorry about that. I apologize, everybody. You're, you're not aware of your tongue or your blinking. This week... We have a very special guest, mm. the Rumpke Mountain Boys. Rumpke Mountain these Boys. These are some, these are some. <laughs> they were fun. These boys are on the level. So fun. And they're going to be at Northwest String Summit with us playing Woo! a late night set. Oh my god! Shit's about to get weird. Get jumped it's, off. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, we yeah. just took a trip out there and saw the grounds out there and... You guys, wow. I mean, nature is amazing. And what Bob and Nancy have done, and not just them, I believe they like this property's been in the family. Yeah, it's been in their family for so a while. So they have been really good. I, I was great stewards of that land. And I am so looking forward to Northwest String Summit now, going there with it empty and then going to see what the vendors do what the bands do like just what the event will bring because it's an amazing like the freaking peacocks there the beautiful r rolling hills the i mean how can you not want to go there it's amazing like i was excited about going to string summit just because it's string summit yeah but after heading out there yesterday and feeling the way that that place feels and seeing the way it, it looks oh man yeah it if you're on the fence you're inside of nature like inside of it in the womb of the mom yeah, yeah. all around you is the trees like the the water's there i can imagine the acoustics in there all through the hills right? and it's like in that hollow kind of it's gonna yeah it's gonna be Shoot. something very special they do morning yoga then donuts and coffee like really yeah that's what um zayla <coughs> was telling really? me yes donuts she said donuts and coffee i mean i'm not guaranteeing it but in the years past that's been what's gone on so i'm excited really excited and after this interview i was really excited to see the rumpke mountain boys play yeah like r they are a fun group of guys if it, and we only had two of them it reminds me of like <laughs> imagine if we had the whole band if how do i put this without it sounding stupid like if bluegrass band equaled speed metal like these guys are thrashers in that way but they're they're bluegrass like these guys are hardcore they're their own thing that's yeah. why they're fun and funky and rad like they just do what they want and, and i had a blast talking to them yeah, oh, yeah. what are we gonna say having fun huh what are we gonna say oh I, I was just looking at the looking at their schedule what they have they have a lot coming up what's going All on right, let's hear uh, about it here let me switch back over to this they they're out on the road right now. They are heading our way. Ooh. Uh, well, well, you know, working up They're to the making Northwest their way over. Summit. They're playing the Romp Festival 2019 in Kentucky, Wednesday, June 26th through the 29th. They're going to be at Back Home Arts and Music Festival 
in West Virginia. Then they're playing Trash Bash 2019 <laughs> wow. in Kentucky. And then Family Reunion 2019 in Kentucky. Dang, Kentucky then love. they're coming here, and we're going to be seeing them here. And like you said, they are playing a late night show. What do you know the schedule? Be, it's going to be super fun. Uh, give me a second here; I'll find it. Well, I know that for sure we're going to be talking to the infamous String Dusters Yay. at Summit. We're working on a couple of other really, really cool things that are happening for that, and just taking you guys with us is something I'm really looking forward to, and creating something for you guys that couldn't be there to come along for the ride so, and, and be part of the experience with us. I've been thinking about that whole thing about what we have been doing. Um, so this is third one. This would be the third one. Mm -hmm. So, well, yeah. Third. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. High Sierra, uh, skull and skull roses. and roses. And now this, and what a really cool, fun thing that, we've done and you've done and put together is creating the talk up and the lead up to the event like first of all this wasn't even in our radar we didn't talk about this last year mm -mm. it wasn't no we knew about it we knew about it we knew we about it going. yeah we weren't going we weren't doing anything with it and now we have interviewed the shook twins the rumkey mountain boys we're gonna be have in, um, interviewed the infamous string dusters and we are talking about going, but we haven't gone, right? And we went and did a little recon work, checked out the venue yesterday. Now we're putting this episode out. And when we get there, it's it's a little timeline mm -hmm. of something like the beginning, middle, end of, of, a, t of time a trip. In, yeah, of a time in our life. It reminds me... Now that you say it, the thing that comes to mind is a moon landing. Like, there's all this hype about the takeoff and the, what do they call it when they, launching the rocket. Jesus, my brain is not working. <laughs> it. But there's all the hype and they're talking about the, you know, they're going to use this thing and they're going to, it's going to take this long to get there. And the, these are the astronauts that are going and they interview the astronauts yeah. and the whole thing. And then, <laughs> and then they have, you see the moon launch and the thing flies up in the air and, and disappears. And then for a little while, there's like no communication. You don't hear anything. And then all of a sudden there he is getting out of the capsule and he's like one giant leap for me, <laughs> you know, and they, this okay. is what happened on the moon. That's exactly how I see us going to these festivals. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Exactly. Well, that's that, that specific. A, yeah, and that's that, exactly how we right, see it. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to my brain. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I do. I see it like that because it's, it's, an entire journey and you're seeing the whole thing and then we report from the moon you're seeing the whole thing <laughs> even the genesis of the idea itself because it like i said it wasn't a thing last year at all it wasn't we just knew about it and yeah sure okay we know about a lot of things but i don't know talking to hunter the other day it really changed my perspective on what this sh show actually can be and has been because mm -hmm. what well, you're allowed to talk about it. We could talk about it. Yeah. No, we can talk about it. Um, Hunter, you guys 
is a good friend of ours from Vegas. I mean, he's known us for quite some time. He was He knows pre-show us. Yeah, and he was the way that I know him is his mom was a client of mine and um, he became my yoga student. And now he said, "You know, Mel, when every time I listen to you guys, it feels like I'm having a cigarette on the porch with you guys and I'm going along with you guys everywhere you're going." And it's so cool to see where you guys are have been and where you're going because like I've known you guys for so long and it's just awesome. And to give that so many people the experience of chilling out and hanging on the porch with you is a really cool thing to do. And I, when he said that, I just didn't realize like, wow, we're, we're giving people the porch experience all over the country all over the wherever you're listening to. to the porch yeah the and of course singing. we say it but it was just another way of looking at it you know what i mean just like another view ah. well when you hear it from somebody yeah. that's close to you like that and they're giving you honest feedback well yeah because hunter yeah he would tell he would say you guys are lame if we were blowing it he he would just he's always been honest I, with us. I like yeah. to think most of our listeners was, and that was nice. This week we had over another person, two well, family, Audrey, Audrey and Jason, yeah, yeah, Audrey and Jason come over here with their kids who have grown up with the festival stuff, and their favorite band is Pigeons playing ping pong. Yeah, just it's so the, cool. The how we yeah, but Jason that. and Audrey have been um, um, constructive um, criticizers of the show. Super helpful. Very helpful. Very, and his teacup. They're and, the reason I can't chew gum anymore. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> Which makes but sense. they also have given us some really great feedback on you know how to make the show a little bit better, more tolerable, or what they've liked about the show. They've actually been the ones that have come up and gave us a hug. And you know, I remember when we went to see Andy Frasco. Audrey was like, "Mel, get over here. You need to be over here dancing." And like pulled me in toward the front center and they've just been really great the family they're mm-hmm. family of the show you know so i don't know where i was going I with don't that. know where you're going either i'm i'm well, on your train that, now, like you're saying what well, leading up to that was like talking about hunter and stuff just oh going. hunter yeah just like having um honest seeing, feedback honest feedback it's helping me personally uh have a better understanding of my my just my role in life. Forget about the show. My role yeah. in life. It's it's really cool to just even just sitting out here right now. It it's one of my favorite things in yeah. the whole world to to be here with you guys and like mm-hmm. just hang out and talk about our week and the things that are going on in our heads and getting to talk to the Rumpke Mountain Boys and leading up to Northwest String Summit and all of it like. I said this before. If if there was no no simple road, we'd still be sitting in these chairs oh, yeah. doing what we're doing right now. Yeah, we'd, we'd probably be going on Northwest Street. Yeah, we probably would. We would have gone to all these. We yeah. still would have gone to all these shows yeah. and been meeting all these people. And you know, yeah, super fun, man. So, um, Aaron, <laughs> how how was your week? You said telling people about our week and what the trips that are going on in our head. I know there's a lot going on in that noggin. What's what's the dealio? Uh, it's it, it's cool. Sorry. I've Sorry. I've recently discovered a couple of really wonderful things. Cool. Um one of them is nascent iodine. Oh. And we talked about it I think last week. Yeah. Jake and Bryn turned us on to that nascent iodine and 
that stuff has been a game changer for me uh, as far as like clear headedness and, and having more energy. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side of that, I have found CBD that works really well, almost too well for me. Um, it calms my mind at night and has really helped me to rest. So this last week has been a really cool balance of like having a lot of energy and being able to shut down at the end of the day because those are both things that I've struggled with in the past. Low energy. And it should be mentioned too, the CBD that he found that works on him is 100% hemp derived. Yeah. And the the other stuff didn't work well on him. So if you're having a hard time with CBD, try the hemp derived stuff stuff. and see if that suits you. And this stuff, like I got to take it right when I'm getting ready to go to bed. (laughs) Because <laughs> yeah. it's 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 night night no time farting around no fucking around like... with that, but you'll you'll hear more about that in episodes coming up. Um, but also, I there's a lot going on, and personally, work wise, well, with the show, there's a lot, just a lot on my plate. You have a big old plate. I have a fucking big ass plate, and <laughs> you've got a buffet plate. Like a and section. I got I got a little um, <laughs> not scattered this week, but like overwhelmed mm. with all the responsibilities that I have, and uh, I fucked up a couple of t-shirt orders. And I apologize to you guys that ordered those two shirts and they went to the wrong place. <laughs> and uh, you know we're working it out, and that's cool, but. Yeah, like there's a lot happening and it's all great magical stuff. It, it's just keeping it all straight and being organized. I'm I'm a pretty organized person yeah, when it are. comes to things and stuff. And I've had a hard time <laughs> this week remaining organized. Like I feel like my laundry's spilling out of the basket and my bed isn't made and I don't have clean clothes and there's no food in the fridge and there's dishes in the sink. And I'm like, oh, fuck, how am I going to get all this done? But one thing at a time is what I've been doing. You know, one one task at a time, not trying to see it as one giant mess, but a bunch of little singular tasks that I can accomplish one at a time. And so I went and I uh, organized, like, for each festival that we're doing, I, I organized every band that I've reached out to the date, mm. the contact who the main contact of the festival is for yeah. to keep everything in order because it gets buried in the emails yes. and then I forget and I'm not following up and you know, there's a lot with that. And then us being outfitted and making sure that we have everything that we need yeah. that too. And it's a learning process. I'm this Doing No Simple Road has made me have to grow up in ways that I hadn't grown up before. And not like I'm a grown up now, but like take responsibility for shit mm-hmm. that because I created that. And yeah. so, motherfucker, you better take responsibility <laughs> for the shit that you did. And so I'm doing that. Yeah. And it's 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 a good struggle. It feels good. And bad at the same time because it's it's forcing me to like I am way far outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. But I'm handling it. Yeah, you are. So 
that's how my week's been. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. Okay, I'll go. It, it, that's a lot, man. When Aaron, <clears throat> we see the story, we all are very tuned into each other and we see it on him. That's one reason where we're, I mean, he, de- when you showed us those, all those spreadsheets you made of organizing stuff, that kind of brought it into perspective of like, Jesus, it's a lot going on, a mm-hmm. lot of contacts, a lot of things being lined up and it's tough. Sometimes I feel, I feel bad, but I mean, you, you're the conductor, you handle that shit well, but it sucks seeing you put the pressure on you. Most of that pressure comes from, like we said, of needing, needing to be able to do this full time. If Aaron was home, I, I look forward to, and I also regret that they coming home from like work, a hard day, and Aaron shot out of a cannon. I did 75 things today. <laughs> Fucking, do you taste this new coffee? Oh, I can't and like being, wait, dude. being on point with just 100% full conductor with no simple road and not the distractions. Cause we all have those and mine right now. I, I love my job, but I just took on new responsibilities. I now, instead of just being flower inventory manager, I am inventory manager for both stores. Congratulations, every, brother. You deserve Congratulations, it. You Apple. fucking deserve you it, really man. Do. You bust your ass. You do. I appreciate that. And I got a great support team. I, I have Defines a lot of shit, people helping dude. me out. So anyway, that's my week. Just a lot of pressure. It has been, it has been the quickest week ever because I go to work. I'm so busy. Next thing I know, people are reminding me to eat lunch. Like it's two, two thirty. You haven't eaten, and I'm just just going. I love it, but it also is not. But that's a good way not, to burn out. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not. I would rather be doing that for the show too. I, I love. I love working, and I love having responsibility and just knocking it out and taking on more. And I can't wait till that is all Channel focused on the this. show too. Yeah. About you, Melly. This week is. It just seems to me like. Um, I've really been noticing a lot with the show more than I ever have. Like, um, not only the possibilities of what could um, potentially happen with the show, but what is happening with the show. Like the reality of like, oh shit, we're <laughs> we're really doing it, aren't we, really, buddy? We really are doing it, buddy. And it's in in a lot of in a lot of ways, it's. Um, surreal that's yeah i said that the kind of word that i or the kind of way that i feel it's very surreal and i was talking to one of the listeners yesterday at work you know the one that comes in Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um he he started listening to the show because of, of i mentioned it at work so he became a listener through knowing me at work Mm mm-hmm and now he came in yesterday and he's like, we were talking about the festivals and he's like, yeah, I was like saying that it's, it's a lot's going to go go on. And he's like, yeah, but isn't a lot always going on with you guys? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, and isn't this like what you guys are making happen? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, then you got this. And, uh-huh. you know, and I like... I was just like, yeah, you are right. He's like, you're not like gonna do it. You guys are doing it. And oh, I was shit. like, wow, like it it just changed. Like again, you, just you know, did it to me. Thanks <laughs> a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's not gonna happen. It's yeah, happening. he's like happening. You, so I, it, the reality of what is really happening is dawning on me, and it's creating like new circuitry in me. 
you know, like new connections, new it's firing new um, syntaps. So that realization that you're talking about is part of or synapses. Is what yeah, I mean. synapses. I said syntax. Syntax is words. But that thing that you're talking about is part of what happened for me this week. It was. So I realized that like I. It's happening and it's because we're making it happen. And then and I don't want this to turn into a fucking Patreon thing, but. I'm going to I'm going to talk I'm going to talk about it. for just 1995 no, no, like a month. <laughs> for real though like all joking aside it it's difficult to do what I'm doing it and it, I'm not complaining it's it's just a balancing act of working a day job and doing this and like we said this is all stuff that we did nobody made us do this it's it's of my own volition and my thing is like, okay, it's happening. And now I want it to go d- further. And so how do I've, I've, we've created this thing this far. How do we create the next step is what's in my head. And so like, is it through people donating to us on Patreon and, freeing us up that way so that we can do this a hundred percent is it more people listening to the show so that you know the sponsorships pay for us to be able to do all this more is it a combination of both is it doing more live stuff and being out more all that but all of that stuff that i'm talking about comes back to me being able to do it full time in order for us to hit the next step I've got to be doing it full time so that the financial side of the show can catch up to support us so it's like a catch 22 Well, sometimes there's that's what risk is the risk to believe in yourself that makes your you're going to keep yourself afloat doggy paddle freaking however you need to do it but you're going to keep yourself above water the thing is is that if you continue where you're at you know like you were talking about a company i won't mention the company that gives after four years they give you a sabbatical Mm -hmm. right but still even though that's awesome and it is you still have to do x amount of things to get that but if you work for yourself you can do x amount of things and you don't even know what you'll get there is no cap there is no only $2,500 a month left to work with after your bills are done. No, none of that happens because it's unlimited. You don't know what you're going to get because it's not defined. But if you are um, working a job and you know you only have X amount of weeks off and this is how much Mm. your insurance costs and this is how much you can count on every month, then that's it. That is the cap. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what the risk is. You're risking the fact that I may make it this month and I may not. But you have to be able to take care of your shit in order to take the risk. Well, that's the catch 22 part. That's that's the actual R.I.S.K. part of it 
the fact that no, you don't yeah. it's a gamble <laughs> it's a fucking gamble and no, it should be in sure order think. for you to win that million dollar on fucking red fucking 21 you or whatever you got to fucking take the risk and it's not even about the money either no, like it's, it's about it's, yourself it's a hundred percent about the passion mm-hmm. part of it like i know this is what i'm supposed to be doing there's no doubt. I don't ever like, geez, I, I probably shouldn't be. I think your part, it has nothing to do with the knowing part. It has to do with the patience part. It's always been like that about you with patience. You want what you want and you want that shit now. You don't like to hear like, hey, I'm going to talk to you later. You're like, no, let's talk now. What do you got to say? You like the patience part because although we definitely need you full time, um, it mean it's not there yet otherwise it would be there yep right now is the work the risk yes. sacrifice this is exactly apple we're this still is young the exactly we're starting to do amazing things we're getting out there more it's happening the like, thing you're is like the, you said that listener yeah. that comes there it is happening it's inev- it's not even yeah it's not even that it's inevitable it's just that it's already occurring so the next progression is going to happen organically the same way this happened like you're like how do we make it grow you don't care about it growing or not growing it's not maybe not the care but that's not the right word it's just um it's happening yeah and i've said that in the past like when we've had conversations about all this like i know that what we need to do is continue doing what we're doing yeah just keep pedaling yep just keep swimming no matter what the obstacle what bridges we got across there's new ones every week it's just, you know, the you asked about my week. It's the coming to the realization, like, this is what you're going to be doing, Melanie, for quite some time. You know what I just came to the realization of? What? That we need to take a pee break. Yep. And we're back. And nobody has to pee now. Feels better. Oh, is that what we're supposed to do? I got to pee. Oh. <laughs> What'd just you kidding. do? What'd you do, Apple? I didn't do anything. So, anyway... That's what's happening. It's yeah. happening whether we complain about it or are happy about it or whatever about it. It's here. It's happening. So to help out. <laughs> Let's do the business. Go on over to Patreon.com forward slash No Simple Road and help us achieve the goal, family. You know, I, we talk about it. We're achieving it. Yeah. We talk yeah. about it all the Be time. Be partner. But we can't do this alone. And... We appreciate your help. And so that is the monetary way that you guys can give love back to the show. You listen every week and that's fucking awesome. And we love you for it. And if you want to pitch in monetarily, that's the patreon.com forward slash no simple road. You can give a buck a month or you can do more if you can do it. We appreciate it. And every one of those cute dollars gets us that just that much closer to what we've been talking about and we appreciate it and we love you guys that have already signed up and julia h is a new patreon subscriber this week a a new slash old she re-upped yep she she hooked us up re-hooked us up she she has been a huge supporter of not just the show but us as a family and in life she is always coming through and I love, you know, um, 
her background, she's a personal friend of mine. Um, she's Korean and she's like, you know, in the Korean culture, it is like more than okay to show your appreciation monetarily. There's no stigma to it. That's a cool culture. It. Yeah. <laughs> There's no stigma to birthdays. You get a hundred bucks, you know, or you're starting a new endeavor. You know, here's a you know few hundred bucks or whatever. She, whatever the case is, they show their appreciation and love in money because money is something that everybody can use. So everybody out there adopt the Korean well, culture. Julia, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying what she said, but she's always been like that with us. And even with the, with Simon and, and just she's a sweetheart and somebody that I really love. Yeah, man. Their family you, has come Super close cool. to ours. Yeah. So and thanks, Julia. Thank you, Julia. You follow us on all the social media platforms at No Simple Road. You can also join the Facebook group, the No Simple Road family. If you are not a Facebook person and you like to Reddit your time, head over to r forward slash No Simple Road. That is the Reddit No Simple Road community. Also, we have the Discord server going that Justin hooked up. And there's people in there. I was just on there yesterday. People in there chatting about heading to the lot. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Very cool. Stuff's happening there. You can get on the inside of the family that way. At www.nosimpleroad.com, there's a lot happening. That's all the back episodes of the show. Um, you can sign up for the newsletter over there. You can also get your No Simple Road merch. We have some cool of shirts. the NOLA shirts left. And we also have the Define Wicked Awesome Biker Patched Into the Family t-shirts available. Those are yeah. both $20 plus shipping and available at nosimpleroad.com. And we're going to have some new stickers here for you too shortly hopefully and other <laughs> stuff what else what am i missing am i missing anything folks uh leave us those five star reviews go, on the on apple podcasts we really appreciate those those help a lot also and that's like we always say that's a way you can give if you can't do it monetarily give us those reviews man it means so much and it makes us so happy when we see them yep. and the phone number call the phone number yeah. 971-808-1524 that's 971-808-1524 leave us a, a show review or a trip report or a yeah or you know ask us questions yeah, I mean that's you, a great idea. You guys can totally, if you guys want to know some stuff, like I mean, depending on how personal it is, well, we'll answer just about anything. Yeah, yeah, just so if about. If you guys are curious about anything, I thought about that because I saw um, one of Sydney's awesome friends who's got s some crazy amount of followers, and she, well, she's a celebrity, but she's a really inspiring person, and so she has this little thing on her Instagram. It's like, ask me a question, and I was like, how cute! Like, it's our it's our way of doing an AMA. Yep, I like that. Yeah, ask me anything. Oh. Yeah, okay. I was looking like, like, what the fuck's an yeah, AMA? The American Music Award. Yeah. <laughs> this award-winning episode is brought to you by. Yeah, what's with the award-winning episodes lately, babe? I, don't know. I like saying it. it. I like Bob it. T. <laughs> Tittlefritz award-winning episode. Thank you, Bob. Yeah, Bob T. Tittlefritz uh, is very prestigious. If you didn't know that, sweetheart. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that that's, five star reviews. Yeah, five yeah. star reviews, and we got a lot coming up, you guys. Yeah, and we we've been talking about it for weeks till we're blue in the face. But yeah, but Northwest String Summit, there is a ticket link at nosimplerode.com. If you're on the fence about going to Northwest String Summit, go to our Instagram page, take a look at the post from Horning's Hideout yesterday. 
Also, look at the lineup. The lineup is pretty cool. And <laughs> even if you know nobody, come see some awesome live music. They're going to be playing like at three in the morning. Who doesn't want to see Dark Star Orchestra play in a forest next to a lake? Yeah, this, place, on, this place is magical. Peacocks With peacocks, yeah. And and if you do make it to Northwest String Summit, this one that you're going to be hearing here, the Rumpke Mountain Boys, they are going to be playing Friday the 19th at 2.45 in the morning to 4 a.m. Right good, after good the Shook Twins. Good and oiled up by that point yeah, in the Shook evening. Yeah, Twins are playing right before them. Yeah. Late night sets and like intimate setting. Yeah, Just, so it's, it's, man, they, like, it's going to be Staying amazing. up all night listening to a band in a beautiful environment. Laying in the grass. With your friends. Under Come a blanket. On. With the people you love The only around. thing that's missing is lightning bugs. What are like? Oh, fireflies! Yeah, yeah. you could <laughs> bring LED so... lights. I'll bet you there will be. I mean, some there will be some, lights. Yeah. <laughs> there will be lightning bugs. Very good, Apple. There will be lights. There will be lights. Light light All right, in some fashion. And, and you, in and you just August, got that ploy too. August first through the fourth, we will be at Summer Meltdown. Yay. We're going to be at the foot of a glacier, hanging out, listening to Tipper and Umphreys and Grammatic Pigeons. It's going to be something else, so come hang out with us there too, guys. And the fun just never stops. We'll be at Fish at Dick's after that. and The music never stops. I'm really excited about After that, where Dicks. we're going to be. We could end up on the moon, doing a moon landing so, on Mars. what do you think now? So, everybody, get ready. Get yourself nice and comfy. Get ready for the smooth jack no they're not jack <laughs> sorry <laughs> without further ado the no simple road crew gives you an interview with rumpy mountain boys yeah we all we all have other projects that we do other than just this thing like then and wolfie have grass to tame and the, they have a, the tri- trash grass troubadours that they do and the, when i'm not when i'm jd the bass player's not there they do that okay there's so, lots of shows. Yeah. So what about you, JD? What what do you have your fingers in? Uh, I've been in a band uh, in, Mem- in Memphis for a while uh, called Devil Train that just does a regular weekly thing here. And I have some solo stuff that I try to do here. And then I sit in with other bands with other instruments and things whenever I get a chance or have free time. Wow. Which is not very often. So, yeah. so how do you have free yeah, time with that? That's, yep, that's exactly that's what mouthful. I was going to say. So that's a real question. How do you, like, do you forget sometimes? Like, you're on stage and you're, like, with Rumpke and then you're thinking, oh, wait a minute, what am I doing? Like, no. I'm, you, you just you just have it straight all the time. Well, I wouldn't say I have it straight all the time. <laughs> but but, I, but it's, uh, I guess I am wherever I am. I, I'm okay. kind of, I'm aware that I'm where, where I am at the time that I'm there. And, yeah. And 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 Runky has its own thing. There's, there's it has a tendency to just kind of uh, it's like its own machine in a sense. It's like getting you get on the machine and then it just moves itself in a sense. It's right it's on. very kind of a it's got its own thing. So it's like any one of us could could be not totally 100 percent that day and it's going to carry through uh, because the other ones will carry that through at the time. So it all works out in all the systems, even if I wasn't all straight. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you say it's got its own thing. Like, is there a a goal for a rumpkin show like i mean when you guys go out and you do what you do because i know you go out without a set list right correct so is there like a i don't know 
spiritually speaking or like you know as far as like I, connecting with the crowd is there i think a, i like to have i like to have musical fun, <laughs> and, fun and i right. think that i think we all like to have musical fun and i think as long as we're having musical fun everything just seems to happen i have not heard Hell that yeah. you know yeah. we've interviewed a lot of um, musicians and i have not heard that musical fun like that sounds like it feels good mm-hmm. well, oh yeah so with your side pro <laughs> <laughs> you get it 30 seconds at a time right oh yeah if we're lucky that's why we go to shows yeah to have musical, musical fun musical yeah. fun true yeah Shit. i guess yeah. i guess yeah. there's really not that much difference than watching and and performing it you're looking for that same connection with each other with the band and the band with the audience and that's where the magic right. happens well realistically right? it couldn't happen without one side i mean it's like a formula in the sense that balances you can't do one without the other it's, yeah. it's like no, no more piece of it's more important than the other it's just it takes this to do that and that to do this and wow it's, nice uh, it is yeah. it's all one thing yeah, yeah that's be, true you know like we were speaking with um Russ from Russ Liquid Test a while back and he said men- he mentioned about like how we all put you know musicians on this pedestal and this certain celebrity and he's like we're just like anybody else and it's so cool i love how you put that like this does this and this does that like there it's true that the fans show up and they create an energy you guys show up and you give a certain energy and by the time we're done we're playing ping pong all night with the music and it's and it's been great so i just like how you said that that's a really cool perspective from you yeah, I mean, we're all we're all in this together. So. Yeah. <laughs> so is it hard? I mean, it, knowing that that's a thing, like I know the Dead really struggled with doing their thing in the studio, be, maybe because of that connection not being there. Have you guys found that when you go into record that it's difficult? <laughs> that was a beautiful fucking answer that you gave about recording and I want it on here. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, man. <laughs> so we're, you're used to rehearsing. Yeah. We're going to go back in time a second. <laughs> so, I mean, seriously though, like when you don't have an audience in the room and then you're trying to put that down, do you find like that you're having to try and create that energy just for yourselves and it's way more difficult or is it just a completely different thing? You know, there's nights we stand on stage and we have to create that energy, you know, like the yeah. crowd isn't responsive or there are people in the room. It's not that much different in the studio. Like, you know, because with us, like we try to live stream a lot of stuff, and especially if it's a slow night, we'll try to throw a stream up because then at least, you know, 20, 30, 50 people at home are watching the show. Yeah. And so it's kind of like you're playing to the people that you can't see. You uh, just, you know that they're appreciating or in the studio sense going to appreciate what they do. Hell yeah. Right on. Like to people in the very, very back of the room. You can't see their heads, but you know they're there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Wow. So how did the whole thing start for you, Ben? Uh, What whole thing? Like... When you when you were a kid, like what was I know, that, that's a loaded question. Yeah, was playing music a thing? Yeah. Very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I like it. Let's go with it. No, I'm talking about playing music. No, like, like, was it always something that you wanted to do when you were a kid, or is it something that you kind of found when you were older? You know, it was something that I wanted to do, but never like took the time to actually dedicate myself to as a kid. Like, I don't really like you know daydreaming about how cool it would be to be in a band. And then in high school, I flirted with it a little. 
you know, a handful of little pop-up projects here and there, but I didn't really get into seriously playing music until I was about 19. Oh. And, uh, and then I just, I kind of got into bluegrass, like, as a hobby, um, and would go to, like, the open pick sessions in town, like, to see, you know, a handful of whoever showed up and play through a bunch of old traditional bluegrass things. And, but then, uh, like, I wanted to do something more serious. I wanted to, like, try to do more of, like, an actual performance as opposed to just these group jams and, you know, watching bands and being inspired by music and listening to music my whole life. Like, I wanted to be able to create that and give that to the people. Cause right. I enjoyed Aww. singing. I enjoyed playing. People seemed to respond well to it when I did. Well, so, yeah, out. like, I just... I got involved with Rumpke and it just kind of took off from there. That's when I really like dialed in and realized how important music could be to me. Oh. Wow. And I, I'm just curious. showed yeah, you. Yeah, but I'm, <laughs> I'm curious because like we talked to um, Reed Mathis a while back and we had this big conversation about genre, right? And like when we were talking to him, he was saying like, you know, genre is this thing that's manufactured by record executives to get people to buy music. You know what I mean? And listening to you guys, there there's no genre for Rumpke Mountain Boys. I mean, I guess, yeah, it is bluegrass-based music, but it seems like what you guys are creating is a hodgepodge of all of the things that have inspired you in your lives. Is that pretty close? Yeah, and that's kind of the joke, kind of the joke behind the trash grass thing. Like, trash is an accumulation of a lot of different pieces of different items without ever being identifiable as one mm. particular thing other than trash. Like, yeah. so I guess it's kind of the, the well, I don't know, pseudo-intellectual joke behind it, but, you know, I mean, I think for us, <laughs> too, we just, we're all too attention deficit disorder and, you know, random to allow ourselves to play one type of music. We, we love Tom Waits as much as we love John Hartford, as much as we love The Grateful Dead, as much as we love Jimmy Cliff or Mose Allison or whoever, you know, like, it's yeah. just whatever we get into mm. we get into it and if we want to try to recreate that we'll figure out a way to do it with our instrumentation we have which just happens to lend itself to bluegrass uh, yeah it, it, very it. musically open-minded that's great yeah. yeah is there a crossover in your life where you like that with stuff like you'll just try anything no i'm pretty mm. open-minded <laughs> <laughs> yeah you'd have to be to play yeah, in that band think about that. Oh. or more average you know <laughs> I'll try anything with fish. I don't like fish. <laughs> the food or the band, really. Oh, my God. You know, I, talking about that, it's funny, man. Like, when you listen to other bluegrass music, it's not, well, not psychedelic in the way that you guys are. The way that you do what you do, there's so much texture to the music, and it, there's so much inside of it. I'm, I was listening today, like it almost sounded like there was a train running through my headphones when you guys are playing, like in the background right. of you playing. And when you're in the room and that magic starts to happen, is it, cause I know from a, from a fan's perspective, standing out in the crowd, it's a palpable, tangible thing that starts to go down when you're up there playing. Can you tell when that's starting to happen or are you just focused on making the music? Uh, I, I would say I think I'm just focused on making the music. You can tell when things, I guess you can feel when things are working well and when they're not. But that's, mm. but that doesn't mean, and also I know that because I'm feeling that way or thinking that way doesn't necessarily mean that anyone else that's seeing it or hearing it is feeling that way or thinking that way. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's times where you feel like a, a kind of a surge in the presence of the room. You know, like people are more excited, which means that you're, you must be doing something right. And you know, some nights it's a job, and some nights it's it just flows off your hands like water. But like JD said, maybe that's my night, and maybe his night. He's fighting to find, you know, his rhythm or whatever. You know, wolf totally in a different world that night and think about something completely different that happened earlier in the day. You know, like, right. You know, for me, I feel like some nights, there's definitely nights when we've walked off stage and all of us seem pretty happy and content with what we played. And then we get good response from the people we talk to. And, you know, in that situation, you feel like you might've been valid and thinking that. Yeah. I mean, I, I would think like playing 200, whatever shows a year, the goal is to find those nights when all of you are having that night at the same time. That's when shit explodes. Yeah, it, it, it makes the time go by really fast. Almost like we don't we don't want it to stop when it's going like that. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I and you guys yeah. just just released a a live album, right? Right. In good company. Yeah. So when you release, I've always wondered this. So when you release a live album like that, is there a tour behind that album, or is it just continuing the train <laughs> on the tracks? Because it's the live album. I've always wondered. We just use the album. It's, the most disorganized people <laughs> <laughs> it's a way to sell merch. <laughs> yeah, we would have been out there anyway, but we have, you know, now we have new artwork for it. That's that That's artwork's so badass, badass too. Artwork. Yeah, that is so funny that you guys say that because I have thought that and just never put it into words. I'm like, are they going on tour for that? Like they're already they didn't even stop tour. They took like two <laughs> weeks home and then like you know took a nice sleep in their bed and they're back at it. There's no tour. Thanks for uh, saying that. Yeah, because <laughs> there is definitely a marketing game going on. Totally. But who cares? Well, who that, cares? That's a hell of an. Pretty album. much a, perpetu- a perpetual tour. What what time of yeah. the year is it? Yeah, well it's spring tour now. So. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that, that's an ambitious album too. That's a thirty songs as long as that runs. That it's amazing. What's well, like two? Oh, we hours. had to cut a lot of things out of there. Yeah. Really? Yeah, oh, that, did. Was, that was just kind of cherry picking between. We did we did two nights of recording the same with the same method, like all the same lines in the same room, like, and then we just picked out the best stuff. Like we had to cut a decent amount of stuff that we kind of wanted on there. Where? Oh wow! Yeah, so when you have that much, because it's a it's a couple hours at least that album, right? Yeah. So you got That's that two hours and yeah. nineteen minutes. Yeah, you have that much <laughs> material. Like the four, of you guys just sit down in a room and hash it out because no. I'm sure that it's not like everybody's just in agreement of what you're going to cut, right? Well, no. I mean, is we in some sense everybody has an idea maybe of, of a song or two they wanted to do but well, of course we didn't make set list necessarily and know when what we were what would work and not work we just got into the flow of playing and that kind of thing i know that like um when i first joined the band um it took i'm still i'm still occasionally learning songs i've never played that we because the, the repertoire was already so big back in 2011 like it was about 1200 songs Wow. And they're like, are they, maybe they had, maybe they hadn't played one in a while or maybe they, and then we all, and constantly, especially Ben is writing new songs and we're trying the new songs out and sometimes they work, sometimes they don't, but we're always learning new stuff and that kind of stuff. And everybody writes and also seeks out all these different tunes. So not only are, is there a backlog of, of maybe over, over a thousand or so tunes, <laughs> there's also wow. new stuff coming every week or so. Everybody's bringing something new to the table. So yeah, there's a constant learning curve honestly. on the whole thing blows Jesus my Christ. mind I, yeah. yeah well that's what blows my mind with bluegrass we're all sitting here we're all kind of new to bluegrass yeah. i mean it's always you know we hear it our whole lives but we've really gotten into it over the last year or so and it is amazing like you guys we hear a lot about 
everybody writes, everybody sings, everybody's usually multi-instrument. It is very demanding and it is, I don't know, just the way it's done, it's laid out so beautifully. And then me and Aaron... I can say it's, yo, go ahead. I was going to say, it's very, it's very interesting to me because I, I've been a member of lots of different bands throughout my life and whatnot, but I've never been in a band that uh, all four members were also all four leaders at the, uh, at different times for different reasons, for different mm-hmm. things, and, there was a, and, the, and it gets passed along to where it's almost like there's four different bands that you get to see at any given night because what this one guy's going to bring is going to be different than the other guy. And we don't know what the other guy's going to bring at the same time. So it's like, it's, it's kind of like a, it's like seeing four different bands in a way, which I don't, I've never seen any other group do that, nor have I ever been a part of a group that was that free and flowing and and equal about how the space is held. So somebody just kind of like, Hey, it's my night. Or is like, how do you guys work that out? Like, or is it just that natural that nobody has to say anything? They just, you take the lead. Well, Usually, usually it's, it's uh, whoever played the last song of the last night, the next guy in the, uh, in, in the, in the order of how we stand on stage will start. And then we just keep going in around and we, and it's like, I sing a song and then Ben will do one and then Wolfie will do one. And then Adam will do one. And then I will do one. And then Ben will do one. Was and we this, do that all night. Wow. We've pretty much been doing that for the last, we've been doing that since, since I joined the band for the last eight years. So. Wow. Holy crap. Man. What I, wait, exercise. wait, 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 wait. I feel like this is exercise. You guys just, I'm, my mind is blown right now. So. You guys got your shit together. Talk it's about awesome. musical fun. Oh, man, that's the illusion. <laughs> that's the illusion. Well, you, have to con- you have to constantly be thinking about what you were going to do in reference to what somebody else just did. If there's a theme that you want to kind of make pull out of what, what you just heard or some words. And it was, it's a constant creative that's fun so cool. like so that. Are- and also musically fun because sometimes we, we played songs so often that we're, we're not really hip on, on, on the changes and the, and the melodies of them. But we can do weird stuff with them to make them more fun while we're doing them. Ben's really good at doing that and drawing me into having a having a little bit of a joke time with whatever songs we're up there doing. So, using yeah. your lack of remembrance of the song, we go on vac- we, yeah. we say we go on vacation. We go on vacation every once in a while and stare at the ceiling. Wow. <laughs> I've been on that Sometimes, vacation. Sometimes JD and I are amazing jazz musicians. You would have no idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where you get like the fake it till you make it while you're doing it kind of thing? Like, oh yeah, shit! Oh, yeah. Just uh, yeah. play the wrong note. Yeah. Fuck it. Keep going. I mean, honestly, like, if you're in any kind of a groove, it doesn't matter if you press the wrong, you played the wrong note. It doesn't. It feels good. It sounds good. So what? Keep going. Yeah, Yeah, but when you're not going, you know, I wanted a little hairy. I wanted to. to Okay, so how does it get picked up when it gets hairy? Yeah. That's why it's trash grass. <laughs> you just keep going, you know. Okay. Like, but you know the thing is, is like with with the crowd of people that we've managed to attract over the years, like there's a certain forgiveness where, you know, if we're playing late night at the festival and we're coming up for our second set at four thirty in the morning to start, and like, you know, we're we've had a little much, a little more fun than we should have. Like the crowd has fun with us, you know. Like it's yeah. not like. It, they don't necessarily expect it to be musical perfection in every note. They want to have a good time with us. And it's kind of like jamming around a campfire with your friends, you know, yeah. like, it's just fun. And it's, it's a group endeavor and, you yeah. know, people in the crowd are too hammered sometimes. And sometimes we are. Yeah. We can do it. I'll just say that makes it more personal. If you're up there hammered too, you know, I'm going to have more fun. If you're up there laughing and fucking up once in a while, it's like, yeah, we're all human, man. Let's party. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, it, yeah. and then it doesn't feel like manufactured then then the reality the organic nature of the thing can come through 
in that space. And, and that's a trip what you're talking about though, man, about having four leaders in a band, because I, I've never heard anybody say that before that we've spoken to ever. And I can't even imagine if this dynamic of us was like that, how it would work. Like, how do you, I say four leaders, but it might actually be more than that. With some, you never know who's going to be leading what we're up to. And, and not to mention, I mean, we kind of laughed, laughed it off and glossed over it, but like over a thousand songs, I, yeah. I, in my mind, three songs is fucking hard to remember. Like, <laughs> are you just like in the middle of them, remembering what you're doing in the moment? Right then and there, I mean, or is there like a a, a core group of songs that you guys are playing, and then cherry, we go, cherry we go through phases of, of tunes where where things become familiar and we start hammering them out. And I think about the time we get them really good, they they, they drop off the radar, and we start adding stuff that we're not so hot at until mm. they are like we keep moving things around. That's from my my impression, and and for me personally, I don't remember the names of hardly any of them, but I remember how to play them all. Like mm. once they start, or once once I hear the melody or hear some part of it. Because for some reason I just remember the, the the music more than I remember the words, and so wow. so on some on some especially the more obscure one, more obscure ones that we haven't played in a few years or something. Wow! So when you're writing, all of you write, is that correct? Yes, that's correct. So how does it work? I mean, like, is it you know I came right. up I came or, up with this lick and I'm going to bring it to the guys, or is it I came up with these lyrics and I'm going to try and have everybody write some music to it how does that work with all you guys you, usually everybody has a fully baked idea when they bring it to the table like it's like here's the here's the chords here are the verses here are the bri- here's the bridge here's how many times we're going to do it and this that and the other and well, but, this is what it is let's try it tonight but it's skeletal when it comes to the table too like yeah there's the progression and the lyrics and the general idea and maybe a melody line but i don't tell wolf how to play the banjo part i let him write that I don't oh never how to write it never like so, you know, we, we come with the core idea of what the song's going to sound like, and then each member writes their part to it because nobody's going to play the, you know, the bass part better than JD's going to play it, or Banjo Laird and Wolf at the time, you know, for Adam. Like, so we don't expect the other, you know, it's, I don't know, it's, it's not as, it's not like fully charted out songs. Yeah. But, yeah. And a lot of them change and kind of morph as they come to the table, too. You bring it out, and it's, you know, kind of a funky song, and it, turns, it ends up turning into a reggae song because, you know, there was a different loaf that somebody threw in at some point and ended up feeling more comfortable or whatever. Like, they definitely change and morph. Like, I was listening to uh, the other day on our new album, there's a song that I wrote called Temporarily Immortal, and mm-hmm. I, I found the original, like, quick demo recording I did when I wrote it to make sure I wouldn't forget it. <laughs> and uh, I listened back to that version and how much it had changed just between then and the album and then even to now, you know, like a year later or whatever. It's uh, it's definitely, you know, changed rhythm and feel and, and emphasis and stuff over, the, over time. So those those songs are like, almost like living things in a way. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, like... It's so kind you of... have twelve hundred living things running out there. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to get off this twelve hundred. This is like no, blowing our mind. You guys, yeah, like you know, I I'm seeing or I'm I'm thinking because I was listening to you guys today because I I haven't heard of you guys like that. You guys just weren't on my radar, and I'm so glad I did because I was cracking up at some of the lyrics that are on these songs, and just like I was having a good time listening to it. But now, like I'm. 
listening to you guys talk and I can just see you guys like to have a fucking good time. And, and, and you spread that literally through the airwaves. So thank you. Number one, and right on to how you guys do your shit. It sounds like so complimentary in so many ways. Well, I, I, well, and that there's a lot of trust there from everything yeah. you said. Like you come there with you come with the like a skeleton, the bones, and you just give it to your three friends that you're in a band with to trust them to fill in all that and make it whole. And yeah, damn, you guys make it whole. Yeah, <laughs> it, I, having having that kind of relationship with three other people, you know, is not an easy thing. And being cooped up in a van and touring as much as you guys do how how you guys like deal with those nights when you don't feel like going up and doing it what's what's the what's the trick man besides i just do it like i'm <clears throat> drugs yeah okay <laughs> drugs that's fair that's fair all right you're on the right track you just do it it's, it's just like you know any day when you wake up and you don't feel like going to work it's just still go yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. well I, <laughs> I, I think that what comes what comes off as dedication is actually obsession mm, and so okay. that's for me that's the case anyway it's like i don't ever that never even but never considered not doing it okay. or, oh, or yeah. something getting in the way of that that's like the best thing in living is getting that's to play even, music yeah that's better it's like so it's, it's not like even wow an yeah it wouldn't uh, and being as far as being on the road with the, all the guys, it's 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 actually um, there's enough there's enough there's enough things to deal with on the way, doing things and and clubs and different sound systems and and different load ins and that kind of stuff to where we approach things as a team and a group. But we get we, if you came in to hear just us talking to each other, you might think we don't like each other, but we love each other very much, or else we wouldn't be able to do the thing. It's pretty yeah. pretty can, wild scene. I've, I've seen people react to us talking to each other and like, man, I can't believe that. Like I've never, or, or like our merch guys or something like, I've never seen a merch guy talk to the band that way. And like, well, yeah, that's how we talk to each other. <laughs> you know? it's like that's, and we talk to him that way too. I mean, totally. It's a back and forth thing. It's very open deal yeah it's a good way of getting out your aggression safely <laughs> yeah. you know i'm gonna be a dick right now because i'm pissed and you're just gonna take it and then when later on i'm gonna take it too well i think that's nah, so- you, usually when one of us gets pissed we just get really quiet because we don't want to oh, rock the boat okay no. you're, just, you're like survivors on a sinking ship out there on oh, the road you know yeah. like you you, you <laughs> stand together to get through <laughs> what you have to get through like yes. it's not going to help anybody to start a fight three days into a month-long tour you know, <laughs> oh like, shit it's yeah. like and and we all know well enough that you know a lot of the times when things get heated there's usually something else involved like you know it's the end of the night and you're tired and hot and exhausted and half drunk and you get in the bus and you know something didn't go your way and you only got an hour and a half of sleep the night before and so you just kind of keep your mouth shut and know that tomorrow it'll feel different you know like well, we we do have that phrase, you know, it's like there's really only two types of musicians out there in the road, and they're either special needs or special forces. Ooh, oh, shit. Like yeah. Wow. I, like that. I definitely don't want to be on that special needs bus. <laughs> <laughs> right? And, well, they, I'll tell you what, be, be, hanging around a special needs cat is a, is a, is a very, very taxing deal. Yeah, <laughs> so, I, I, I felt it the second you said that. <laughs> wow. Working together Dang. like that, though, it... it creates something really beautiful man that and it's it's cool too like it's not only happening for you guys it's it's something that we get to share too is the relationship that you guys have through the music that you make together 
and getting to experience that because even if the music that you're making is fun and it is and sometimes silly sometimes serious like you guys are exposing the fucking softest parts of yourselves night after night and and showing people like you're taking us through a psychedelic journey of your minds basically in turn on stage over and over again and have you ever like considered that like that you're allowing people into your space that way like the most personal space i kind of see it like although people think they're looking at us and doing this that we are looking at them too it's like i see the whole i see i see i see i I get to see what watch a lot more people than they get to watch Mm, yeah you're looking out the crowd oh okay okay i get it okay i see we're looking at and what's interesting is a lot of folks that are staring at the crowd staring at the stage don't realize that there's some interested in watching what's going on they don't realize that they're being watched by the guys up there so you get to see some very real behavior so okay real i like that oh my god i know we act different have you ever been surprised by any display of real behavior that you've seen a story or something come on Uh, yeah (laughs) you gotta give one thing i think more than surprised i mean okay i mean i haven't been surprised in a while but i've but every once in a while it's like man yeah okay it's it's that kind of night you know it's it's gonna get interesting it's gonna get weird so then do you make it more that kind of a night oh yeah yeah of course (laughs) what never trust a prankster babe (laughs) you guys talking about like the kind of night like where the guy stabbed the giant inflatable penis out in the audience exactly Exactly that kind of night is what we're talking about yep Mm -hmm. well i mean wolfie was having dinner with it i mean what are you gonna do yeah earlier in the night they went they had dinner and went dancing and it was, a, it was a flat, a tall, inflatable penis. I don't know. Wow. He, he, he started dancing with the girls and made somebody dance with it. Welcome to a Rumpke Mountain Boy show. Wow. Here's an inflatable <laughs> penis. It happens at every show, I swear. Well, well now I'm just going to have to buy a giant inflatable penis. <laughs> oh, you can borrow I, mine. Yeah, you can have apples. Okay. <laughs> wow, guys. <laughs> we'll try to bring it back in one piece. Right on, right on. <laughs> no, thank you. You know, wow. you, you said something about um musical obsession and I, I get it i mean i it's ever since i can remember being a teenager and taking acid and listening to Jimi hendrix it I, it was on like it it's all i wanted to be around it's all i wanted to do and i can kind of remember like well i can really remember like my first dead show and what happened there do you do you guys either you remember a moment where it was like this is it. This is what I'm doing. Um, I don't remember where I'm I, at or what I'm doing right now. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I, How is this? For me, I don't, I don't ever remember not wanting wife. to do it I, that's, since I was very young. Yeah. I, there's, I got to agree with you, man. There, There is nothing like that feeling. And, you know, there's something that's come up a lot lately in our conversations with other people, and that's like the the power of the music and what it does for the people that are playing it and also the people that are hearing it. And especially in this community of improvised music, bluegrass, jam band, whatever. Just music, it, Yeah, it, it really, it does something special for the people that hear it. And, you know, you mentioned like the show's getting weird and crazy. Like 
I would think that if I was you guys, that would be my favorite part of doing the mm-hmm. thing besides playing the music is seeing mm-hmm. that community and that thing. Do you, do you guys experience that? The community definitely is what it, it, it for me. And I'm, one of my favorite things to like we play in a lot of different places and not all the, not everybody can get to all the shows from this part of the country or that part of the country. And when we play places where the different tribes, so to speak, that have been, they follow us over here, they follow us over there and they all get to hang out for the first time or when they start to meet each other, like a core group from Ohio meets a core group from Colorado or something like that. And they all hang out to see that is the, the coalescence of different people coming together and having a good time. It's really pretty cool. You know, that's what's happened with this show. That's that exact thing that you're talking about. So at the very beginning, it was kind of like um, whatever the show was, it took on its own thing. And what it's become is a way for the artists and the listeners to truly become one. So we've had these artists that are touring in these long freaking, you know, rides in these sometimes uncomfortable buses or trucks or whatever they're traveling in and sometimes sometimes all the time <laughs> well sometimes it's nicer than others you know i don't know i don't know maybe it's a plane one day who knows <laughs> i'm not there all the time right but nevertheless they've two got or three these, days like that <laughs> right so what what do you do with your listening time when you're just waiting and you're not playing and and so some of the um artists would write into us and say, hey, thanks for interviewing such and such because they're rad and I never knew anything about them and thanks for getting it out. And so, yeah, like, I just want to... You guys are doing a great service. Thanks, man. Thank Thank you. you. We appreciate that. And and we're super glad to share any time that you guys have to talk to us about the behind the scenes in front of the scenes because it really does uh, it personalizes yeah man it personalizes who we're going out there and supporting with monetarily with our time with our energy and it's cool to know that these are the guys that are getting it Mm -hmm. like for me it's like seeing the the person that you really give the gift to yeah, I mean, that's, that's been a cool aspect of being a musician now, like being backstage at festivals and stuff and getting to meet the bands that I listened to for so long. Like, it's nice to put, you know, a, a persona with just the stage presence. You know, sure. Like, mm-hmm. To know who this person is when you talk to the off stage. Like, a, trippy thing, a trippy thing about that is, like, I've noticed for me, when I meet somebody that I listen to, after meeting them, the music is different. Oh yeah, it's way deeper and way way cooler, man. And I I just feel like there's this thing that's missing out there today for a lot of people that it's connection and it's having conversations. I think that a lot of people spend a lot of time alone, man. And you know they text and they don't call each other and they you know they go to work and they talk to the dude that sits in the cubicle next to them and then that's it, you know, and having these moments that we can share together that musically make us high, you know, getting high together, partying all, together, partying together, all of it. Being, I, being silly together. Yeah, That's I, another thing too. Like, I think that yeah. shit is, is has the potential to fucking heal 
people, man. Well, I really do. Well, it does. It's healed. It's healed a lot of our ailments, you know. And I'm sure you guys too. When you go see, enjoy or play um, any music, like there's something that it does to you. It like makes you move a certain way. Where you, it's like having sex, right? You don't move your body in those same ways every day unless you're doing you're the, that. Yeah, you. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, I want to see that shit. I want to see that. <laughs> Where have you been hanging out? I don't know. <laughs> It is on. <laughs> got a good routine. Stick to it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Broke, don't fix it. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah. No. Trying to be serious for a second. Oh, no. I wonder what one thing you guys were saying a minute ago too is the thing about this community and the way I look at the genre side is to me it's live music is what it's all about. It's yes. seen. It's that crowd, that community, going to church, whatever you want to call it, because that's what it's like. You congregate, you have so much fun, and like we've created this show, you've created a band, but this show has created a community for us now that we're starting to see. When when we go to shows now, we run into so many listeners, and that keeps growing, and it is the most that's gratifying, cool. awesome thing to have people come up to you and want to give you a hug and then dance all night to the same, mm -hmm. to the band that, you know, everybody loves. And there's just so much incredible music out there nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, there's so much. In yeah, you guys are part of a, just a lot of magic by that live music. Yeah, like what Apple says, genre aside. Um, the, the, I guess we all are, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeping that shit alive. It's important. It's so fun. It's so important. It's cool. It's fucking everything. And I, I totally understand why you guys freaking ride around in a bus for mm -hmm. 200 plus nights a year <laughs> chasing that shit and killing it. 1,200 songs. 1,200 freaking songs. This episode's going to be called 1,200, by the way. 1,200. Yeah. <laughs> but... I wonder too, like, you know, you're at shows all those nights out of the year and doing that thing and plugged into that battery. And then now you have days off. Now what do you, do you find, hey, uh, can, uh, is, is it, is it tough man, I, I to, to go back down after that? Yes. Yes. I am extremely institutionalized by playing. Like I know mm. the road. I know how to live out there. It's survival and I'm good at it. Right, but you put me at home for a couple of weeks with no shows and nothing to do, and I start to lose my mind. Like, wow! I'm trying, no, I, I don't. I'm, we don't take time off, really, any really? of us, in that sense. So, I don't yeah. think oh. if I got time off, I would pick up shows. Do you guys have like traditional families? I don't. <laughs> wow! It'd be it, that that's, would be tough that's your with their thing? schedule. Yeah. No, I just wonder because that would be a super hard thing to for every yeah, everybody I, I, involved. Yeah. I have two kids, but like my my ex and I are separated now, and like so I I get to see him on my days, but you know oh, okay. and I, Mondays we're usually in town, and I, I make that my day because the cool. easiest one to work out schedule wise. Oh, yeah, right on. And uh, like you know, like I, we get to spend time with our families. I know JD sees his dad when he's in town down there, and you know Bram spends a lot, our merch guy spends a lot of time with his you know mom and stuff. Mother's around, and uh, nice. uh, Wolf has a like Wolf wife and kids definitely. Yeah, he lives with his wife and kids, and actually goes and visits his and, parents a couple times a week. And my corn, my Cornsby does has a wife and kids. Okay. Right. Do you guys do you guys all live in the same town area, or are you spread out? JD's in Memphis. The rest of us are all like mostly in like the, like the east side of the city. Okay. Okay. All right. So, is it 
when you guys are playing shows, are you staying back on the east side of the country most of the time? Like, is coming out to do shows at Hornings and stuff like a special thing for you guys, or is that a regular coming out west? Uh, about once a year we go out west, I guess you could say, at least once or twice a year. Okay. Wow. We do the east coast a lot. We get to Colorado a couple times a year, and then down south, and up into like Maine and New York. Well, not Maine so much, but New York and uh, wow. Vermont. So stuff, it makes me even more Vermont, excited yeah. to see you Fuck guys. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, right it's special on. man. <laughs> yeah, but I, I would think like there's got to be a hell of a community to support you guys playing that often back east. Like there's got to be some solid people back there supporting you guys. Yeah, we uh, definitely built a pretty good family. Definitely. The spots mm. that are tough. Like, South Carolina's been hard for us. That's um, weird. But, man. you know, like, Ohio and Kentucky and Indiana. Like, Indiana, Indiana. has a huge following of people who love us and follow oh. us all over the place. And, you so, know, like, the, the place is close to home. We definitely have a, a pretty good community in almost every town we go to. Um, and some of those will travel. You know, like, if we do Lexington and Louisville, we might see some of the same faces in Louisville that we had in Lexington. Right, um, but for the most part, there's just a good pocket in most of the little town or most of the t- cities around Cincinnati, within a few hour radius. So, I, if people watch where the tours are going, I, I think don't know, we get a lot of crossover too. But. I think it's cool that you guys can can do that, and you're seeing the, some of the same people at at shows over and over again, and cool. that it's a that it's a thing like that. I mean, just from talking to you guys, like the work that you're doing warrants that it just makes sense like are are you guys like that with other stuff in your life like obsessive about other things or is it just music Uh, i mean other other music but (laughs) 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 i don't have room for a whole lot else (laughs) yeah that's true that i yeah i guess it would be sometimes (laughs) <laughs> once in a while or stare at the ceiling <laughs> yeah 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 weather and vibrate for a while right well <laughs> thanks been for there. spending time and smoking a cigarette with us on the porch you guys that has been okay. such Hell a yeah. fun way to spend an hour getting to know the the dudes behind them thanks Mel yeah, I'm looking man. forward Thank to meeting you. you guys at Hornings man that's gonna be fucking cool oh you you guys are gonna be there yeah, yeah. We, oh, we, yeah. we are the, oh, y'all better stay up late for our set we're gonna have a hell of a time okay uh, fuck yeah man we're we're gonna be uh, <laughs> podcasting from there invitation actually, accepted so. <laughs> Cause we're the late we're yeah. late night Friday at, in the in the what is it the Cascadia State right in the on bowl. Okay. And bring my calves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you can yeah. carry me out of there. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to leave if him wanna, home. If you want to hang out with me, look in like, the lower areas. Like, yeah. <laughs> the valley. Where everything drains yeah, yeah. to. Downhill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm going to have to go somewhere, and it has to be uphill either way. So <laughs> I'm excited just to see oh. what uphill both ways looks like. You know, now, That was awesome. I just heard a train in the background. Uh, is that we, us or you guys? Right? No, that was them. Oh. We don't have a train near our house. Yeah, right <laughs> He's only lived here three years, guys. He's not sure that if there's a train. A train. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you for your guys's like, I guess, like you said, a musical obsession. We all have our obsession with music because, I mean, music is it. It creates lives. It saves lives. I know it saved everybody's life that sits here. You know, thank you for day. what you guys do, man. Can't wait to give you a big hug at Horning's Hideout. Fuck yeah. 
Great, thank you. Yeah. Right on, you guys. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Hey, right. okay, there's the train. <laughs> Later, guys. Bye. Okay. How do we you gotta hang up do all the things? That train was loud. I was going to tell going. We're still going. We're no, still well, going. I was going to ask, like, like do we, where, where do we find you at? What we can Way to go, Apple. <laughs> Way to go, everybody. You just, that no, one. that's your fault. <clears throat> okay. So, wow. Twelve hundred. Twelve hundred. Twelve hundred. Dude. Guys, as soon as I they mean, those stuff, guys are rad. I don't even they're like well, it's like the dead have mention, a deep catalog, but that I mean twelve hundred. Twelve hundred and they adding to it all in, the time. It, it, since two thousand. With with re- revolving leaders. I'll have to like I'll get to pick different kinds of songs and sorry guys, new mic I gotta get on it. Um yeah, they like have a different. They, I'm sure they each have a different rotation of songs that they pull from. Like they said, sometimes they'll pull like specifically play songs from that other guys are bad at. Like, I don't know, man. That whole okay. That so just we were talking to this dude. Twelve hundred. Oh shit! <laughs> they look like wild yeah, men. I, yeah. They, they, this is banjo. This is mandolin. Right? Yeah, yeah. So those are the two cuties we were just talking about. Yeah, they and talking to that I mean? was fun. That yeah, was those really, guys were I'm, I'm sorry about the beginning of this episode. We missed about f- maybe seven minutes. Look, you guys. Oh, it wasn't recording. It was only recording. It, it's going to be just dead space because it wasn't recording his track. Oh. It sucks. Bummer. Yeah, it's okay. Look, it, you guys, we're figuring it out every yeah. day. Yeah, man. And more to come because we're going to meet them at Hornings and yeah, get to and hang out. Yeah, and they said we more can later. call them anytime. And I think <laughs> I'm we gonna, should. I'm going to wait till like three in the morning <laughs> and I'm going to be like, hey, this is Aaron from No Simple Road. What are you doing, man? You said Well, no, anytime. wait till midnight they look three different hours. Oh, everything. that's true, yeah. Okay. <laughs> It'd be six in the morning they may be waking up like, oh, hey, what's up, dude? Or just going to sleep, it sounds like. That's true. Yeah, that's You true. know, what if No Simple Road did a cool like thing, you know, collaboration with like Jam in the Van? Mm-hmm. And do like invite, like have a little cute spot with multiple people jamming in the van, like the way that they do. They pull up to it. Like, okay, you explain do this. an interview and have a jam in the van. You need a jam in the van. Thank you, okay. Apple. You, okay, so I got we'll it. Get, get to the point where we are. Yeah, like a little mobile. Well, if we would get a doo doo limo, <laughs> no more doo doo limo. We need our own. We are limo. not. I'm just gonna put my foot down. What? No doo doo limos. It's it's a prevo. We or will nothing. We will remember to empty the toilet, guys. I'm fancy. Wow, well, you are fancy. And if you have to ask how much to fill up, you don't nothing. need to buy, right. bother buying. Well, who said that to you? If you have to um, ask how much it costs to fill the tank, you shouldn't be buying it. You can't afford it. Is what it what it was. Oh shit. So I don't remember who it was, but solid advice. Totally. It is solid advice. Look, man. That's solid advice with a lot of things. If you can't, you, ask, if you have to ask. Fucking... You can't afford to buy. Mm-hmm. I remember. That's, that's what oh, she mind. don't need a glamorous life. Sing it, babe. Without no, don't. I'm careful. We might get hit for copyright. <laughs> stop, 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 stop. That's it. So, what did we learn today? They like to have fun. They do fun. like to have fun. <laughs> Musical fun is it. And those guys are badass. I'm still, I'm, I yeah, can't. Four That's what we learned front today. Men doing their thing. Yes. Four guys on stage to keep it together, men. keep it 
going and remember and not have twelve hundred songs. <laughs> well, and one lead person is hard enough. Oh yeah, think if there was four, four Freddie Mercury's. Oh my god! Right, like the in world one would be band, a better place. clashing it, all those. Well, I don't even know, but they're working. They clash, what if they work great? Like yeah, they, four David Bowies, that four Jimmy Hendrix. That all just were in sync. They were yeah. all kick ass. Killing. They were in sync. <laughs> no, <laughs> that was terrible. Apple. Uh, well, Merry sorry. Christmas. Well, Happy okay. holiday. Uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> I just think about. You just. I think about how I remember lyrics to songs like the Grateful Dead stuff and Fish songs, and I probably know lyrics to a couple hundred songs. You know how. He said, like, it comes over him. He knows well, that when music. you're doing it all the time, when it is your life and you don't have a nine to five and you're on the road 200 and something yeah, days out of the year, true. it you is know. like he said that it's natural. It come, He remember he doesn't have maybe not play a song in a long time. And as soon as it starts, the memory comes and back and he remembers it by music. Let's be honest. Anything that we do for an extended period of time we get really good at and so exercising your brain that way to always have to learn notes and new music and old music and the same music and then practice other bands and like your yeah. his their brains are always working those synapses are firing you know like it's not that hard like if you read something that you've written five years ago mm -hmm. it would sound familiar to you you'd not Re to mention, be able, you'd be able to remember your headspace at least. Like, oh yeah, mm, that's uh, yeah. I guess that's true. There, but not there to is mention they they went over it. It's an obsession. Yeah, yeah, it's an obsession. They're obsessed about it. Yep. Yeah, it's like riding a bike. Like they say, it's like riding a bike. You get back on it, but you don't forget how to ride a bike, even if it's been ten years. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's but that's bike. a lot of bikes. Yeah, that's, that's one, not just one bike. Twelve hundred bikes. Think yeah. about, but think about this, Aaron. If you, for for real, dedicated as much time as they did to their craft, there's no way to not achieve whatever you want out of it. I'm working on it. I, I'm not. There. I'm not like that's just. You're I'm not, just saying it to you know, like it's not a direction or. You a, should feel bad about yourself if you don't do that. No, but I'm <laughs> like, if you're gonna dedicate that much time on the two hundred plus nights a year, two hundred plus nights. Yep. There's only three hundred and sixty-five. Yeah, I mean that's, that's more than half. If you're doing is, something more fact, than half of the time, and you're that, gonna be more than good at it that You're thing that he said about being institutionalized from the road too i yeah. can imagine i can oh, yeah. i can totally imagine like you get off that bus for the last time for that run and you're home and now what now everything is picture, so blasé i uh -huh. picture the first couple days is probably like Oh yeah, my own bed, and then my after that, then you you do a few things around, the, and then they're like, oh, All we hear right. that from a lot of musicians. They're they're bored when they're not out do, 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 doing well, their thing, you know. And not for nothing, like we were all talking about that too. Like we all get antsy to anticipate what's coming, and then we're there and we're like, Zzz, like loving it, and it's like whatever. And then we come back, and then we're excited to get back home, and then we're like, well. When's mm. the next that's what happened last when's summer that's totally like, what happened last summer well, when we don't like a weekend when we don't we we enjoy it kind of on the weekends we don't have an interview 
or anything to do with the podcast. We, it, well, we're always doing something with it. You know what it, it does but... is it brings a certain type of structure into our life that we all enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So does that mean that this has become an obsession? No, I'm not obsessed no. with it. I'll say that straight out. But I definitely am growing in fondness of it. I think I, I think, think I'm a bit obsessed. Yeah, I would. You're, yeah, yes. you are. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. For sure. And but, that's but, a good because, thing. Yes, yeah, it is. Because you're spending mm-hmm. so much time that's on it. That's your personality we're, we're too, We're taken babe. away from it more. You obsess over things. 110%. Ryder? Yeah. We're not I'll going there. We're not going there. I'll stand by it every time. You, you know, like. You can. What? Babe? I meant what I was. I meant what I said when I was talking to them about like <laughs> the podcast bridging the gap between the musicians and the listeners out there. Because I hate to call fans. I mean, I, it's an appreciation. It's an uh, you're enamored. You're excited. You love it. Whatever you want to call it, but it's allowed the world to get closer and more intimate and like he said that he likes seeing friend groups from Colorado and friend groups from Florida mm-hmm. meeting and meshing and now having this thing like, Hey, I'll meet you in freaking Baton Rouge or whatever, creating these connections, real connections. They're part of that like that. And, and we're part of that creating real connections where freaking, um, now I'm going to forget her Rosie Rowe taking a picture with Chris Robinson with her no simple row t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Like that's a that's a connection. Chris Robinson, Rosie, our merch, the show, Instagram, boom, all of these like things together, and they're responsible for doing that too. Like, yeah. it seems like all and all these communities are starting to collide. Yeah, it's, it's exactly. happening with us. We weren't and we weren't into bluegrass Mm-mm. not very long ago, and now it's become a thing. Yeah, that we've all started to enjoy, and it's just that's going to grow. Uh, I and just, those communities are like this horny that's gonna be amazing it's bringing it's kind of bringing yeah, in people that go to grass. northwest every year or whatever yeah yeah like Dark that star their, yeah. and all the other kind of jam stuff bringing it together and a lot of communities are getting, are coming together and i think growing. i think it's cool yeah. too that like the promoters of of that festival have yeah have the presence of mind to try new stuff well you can see that by their lineup totally that's what i'm saying like i think it's really cool because you see a lot of festivals and they're branded things like you'll see one uh, edm festival there's one kind of edm you know what i mean there's this festival only has Mm. you know psychedelic bands this this is the country festival this that is cool to blur the lines like that Mm -hmm. because it seems to me that as fans of the music, we're like that anyway, a lot of us, that we listen to all the stuff. We you listen have to, to remember where you're coming from. But I've Could, met a lot of people that listen to Umphreys McGee and they listen to the Rumpke Mountain Boys and they listen to Green Sky Bluegrass, but they also love fish and they, you know what I mean? Like, all over the place especially the younger like under our generation they're very open to listening to anything and debatable well like so i I work with a lot of kids too like i work like we have like those teenagers and i work with maybe like under 30 
you know, so that generation, our kids' generation. Right. And wow. they're listening to stuff that I never heard of. They're listening to R&B. They're listening, like, maybe they, I, the only kind of music they're not listening to is, like... Country? No. Grateful Dead. At, at least just in my little small demographic. It's like That's it's a like lot of older younger music. people I work with. That I've turned music. them on to it, but they, they it was not on their radar. Yep. They listen to a lot of older stuff. They'll put on Al Jolson and I will stuff say, like yeah. that stuff. They listen to old Motown old stuff. stuff and everything, but yeah, usually what? not the jam band stuff until I've got them to listen to it by repeatedly playing it in the background yeah. at the dispensary. I think it's like here in Portland, then there's a lot, there's a more diverse music scene but like back in vegas i most of the kids i knew listened to like one kind of music really you listen to this or you listen to this but and also it, it depends person to person just like it would yeah, if you're an, a, a what you've been exposed to so i wonder pretty much what i did and what we, we kind of did up yeah. until the point of discovering the dead and i wonder why that's a thing though like the dead created a, a uh hiatus in the seeking of all different kind of music but i wonder like apple said and you said the one thing that these kids aren't listening to is jam band music and i wonder why because it's not a secret and Mm. is it because it's seen as dad rock yeah yeah that's a big part of it yeah yeah. Older, there's older men. Like Bobby's older. Like I don't want to say old, but like they're well, older. They're not like young you, rocker if you guys. Wanna, if you want to get wooey about it too, yeah, let's get wooey. It's not the right frequency for some people. Like I, I'll admit it. I love going to the shows and I love listening to it out here on the porch with you guys. But when I'm by myself, I would much rather listen to something. Maybe a little more fast paced or a little, if I want to listen to something chill, mm-hmm. it's a lot more chill. I, I, like just like a different type. Yeah, a different frequency. And I think a lot of the younger people I know, like my work and stuff, until I like working with them and playing it, getting them to like it, and especially them hearing the ones that have listened to the podcast and hear about our adventures and stuff, they are very interested in that. It's kind of like Simon going to the gorge with us and stuff. It's the, that part there's a party involved. If they just went to the went went to the music store and picked up Grateful Dead album cover and looked at the band, they'd be like, Yeah, okay, yeah, this looks like dad rock. This is not my thing. But when people like us expose it to them it's and the they experience. see it hear about us having a blast and then start digging deeper, you go look up anything on Instagram, anything on YouTube, you see that there's a party. And I just don't think they've gone deep enough into it. They need somebody to kind of shepherd them into it. So is that what Dennis was talking about? What? Like, he was saying, like, back in the day, you didn't just go to a Grateful Dead show. Like, you had a mentor. You had somebody that played tapes for you and kind of showed you the ropes before you just went like and showed you how to be kind and well i think any music really does that you know mm. like you when you're little say you're gonna be eight years old you kind of want to start listening to your own music the only music you've ever heard is what your parents have you've been around or your babysitter or what it's very limited you're not scrolling through the internet or through your catalog at eight years old no so when you finally become of age to listen to music, you have to be exposed to it. You have to be introduced to it. That's how it is. Like this is 
oh my gosh, this is the album that I stole from my dad's freaking well, garage, or this is I, my neighbor showing me her cool collection or whatever. I think we just might have answered the question that Aaron was asking earlier. That's not how people find music anymore. That is used to be how used to you ha- would only get mm-hmm. shown music. But now you yeah, have it no, in your fingertips. No, it's the all internet. The time. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. that's why that's why people aren't being shown these things anymore. It's people just and maybe it's not it as big as up. you think. It's just it, it's the whole thing that's in your view. You know what I mean? Well, they and they, a lot of it's not new music. A lot of people are a lot of younger people are seeking out. It new, seems yeah, to me new the music. new the newest well, thing, the newest album that dropped stuff. It's like also that. very pr- prolific. The amount of music that's being made right now. Oh yeah. yeah, there's so much, and and of every different flavor, every yeah. day new music an coming ocean out. Of music. Yeah, like people are publishing music on their own from their bedroom in their garage, and it's kick-ass, awesome yeah. music. So yeah. there's a wider scope to look at. So I I guess I understand well, it from that two, perspective. It's a little like I think Ryder didn't say these words, but it's like a little bit outdated, you know? Like um well, f- a, a guitar, a drummer, a you know, that's what not lead, true because blah, blah, blah. No, that's not true and because so now there's still... like elect- well, let me finish my okay, fucking sorry. thought. Sorry. Like there's a move to like uh, is this is what I have to deal with you guys out there. Like you you I'm can't even get a fucking polite. thought. You are you are very being I'm very polite. But like there's like this whole electronica thing that mm-hmm. that's a newer way of uh like Ryder was talking about like the frequency. It's a different type of frequency for these kids and so that is a great frequency. It's just different, older, you know. I, yeah. I, it is. It, it is. I don't think that that's how it is, though. Be, yeah, but both because yeah, because it's not the. It is by far not the only thing that's happening. There's so many new bands that don't use any of the electronic stuff, and also a lot of. Well, there's DJs that are musicians. Yeah, they're not using any instruments. They're using. I'm. A computer. I'm just like I don't think people see that as old i think and even if they did see it as old old isn't really a big deal anymore i didn't say old i said outdated or outdated well if something's not up with the times it's outdated it's, I, I, it I, is with the current times yeah it I, is I, I think that that configuration of music will always be relevant yes. and not outdated be, because of the well, clearly look at yeah, how long it's lasting because of the nature of it it's that's that's how it's done if it's not Vintage. being if it's not being done electronically. And that's the thing. It's not, but that's the perception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. <clears throat> Until and, they listen to it and mm-hmm. get into but it. But those guys it's like, oh shit. Those guys that the when that, it's dancing and having fun, not relevant. Totally. <clears throat> those guys that we just talked to did say something though that was made me pause for a second and think like they were like, well, you guys are doing a great service. And I've n- never thought about that. I, I haven't. I, I've never put it in those terms in my own head that we're doing a service. Like, well, we've uh, had listeners tell us that. That's we're providing I yeah. entertainment. I, I, I know that. And we're, we're providing a service. Wow, I think that's cool. I was Susie's that was really dancing in the dining room. That was really cool to hear. I've I never thought about it that like is, that. Like that it's is really cool. Yeah, when you look at it through those eyes, it really makes a difference. It, 
And I can imagine how they feel playing because they're providing a service. Yeah. Literally, like a Sunday service and doing service. Like when we go to a show, that's a super special time. It's it's away from work. It's It's for them too. It's a special time. They're like gearing up, driving to the place, mm-hmm. setting up, doing sound check and like they get okay. to do their favorite thing on the planet. Yeah. And it's so they're geared up too. Like it's special for all of us involved. We're paying money, we're taking time special. off work, we're have special outfits. Like there's all these um factors that go into it. We we seek out certain things that we normally wouldn't do. Like yeah, it's a really good time. I see in the bathroom I see women all the time with like pantyhose or like sexy, like, you know, when you pull down your underwear all the way down, you can see like the next stall, you can see their feet. So I'll see like women with like cute panties or whatever, but on a regular day, like at a doctor's office, you don't don't see that. (laughs) Damn it. So next time, what you're going to do is take a picture and give it no, to No, I'm not. <laughs> no. But I think that's same. one thing I think of, I thought live. about because I remembered it at the Crystal Ballroom last time that we were there. And I was like, yeah, like that's you. You want to be special. You want to feel special. Everything's important about that event, about that concert, about that night. I don't pick out outfits. I do for shows. You do. Yeah. Really? You do? Yeah. I do. Oh, like the day of. Absolutely, especially if I have that day off. I'll pick it out in the morning, set it out, have it all nice and neat. Wow. Absolutely. I wonder and if I it was like that, that back... Too. I wonder if it was like that back in the day, like, when the tribe was going to, like, yeah, do the rain dance. And they, they would, do, they would like... They've got their freaking beads on their Everybody was all excited and... all day, and the shaman was, like, in his teepee doing his thing, and then everybody got together around the fire, and they said, oh, shit, here it comes. We're all going to drink peyote and see the fucking forest god or whatever it is like ask him to make it rain yeah yeah i guess things don't change the more they change the more they stay the same yep. yeah especially when you reduce it down to just the, the basics like what is happening mm-hmm. they're pouring their soul out using an instrument we're responding to it and giving back hmm. well on that note hmm. we're gonna leave you with a hmm, hmm. Huh. A lot of things to mm. consider here. Twelve hundred like, things to consider. Twelve hundred things to consider. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Wow. That was super cool and fun, and we can't yeah. wait to hang out with you, Hornings, and you guys out there. We can't wait to hang out with you guys either. It's gonna be a blast. Oh shit, it's mm-hmm. on. But. Before we do that, we have lots of other stuff coming. So stay tuned. Go to the website, www.nosimpleroad.com. By the time this comes out, there might be shirts up for you guys to get. We got the NOLA Deadhead shirts and the Define NSR mashup get patched into the NSR family shirts. Tentatively. Tentatively. And we will see you soon with more fun. And we love you. Remember, safety third, hydrate, smile a stranger. Hug each other. Yeah, hug someone. Do nice stuff. Don't be a dick. What else, Mel? Be a sweetie pee. Or not. Have fun, musically or not. Or not. Or not. Yep. We'll see you soon. When I was just a little
just reached a place where the willow don't bend. There's not much to be said. It's the top of the end. So I'm going, just going. I'm gone.
without its music. The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Oh, 
tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. Features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Ever wonder what a punch from Elton John feels like? Or how you'd cope with having turned down the chance to be in Nirvana? Or what signal Keith Richards gives when he wants you to get the hell out of his hotel room? Fans of Too Much Effie Perspective don't have to wonder, because they've heard these exact stories and a jillion others on our podcast. I'm Alex Hoffman, former tour manager for Radiohead. And I'm musician and comedy writer Alan Keller. On the TMEP show, we get guests like Nancy Wilson from Heart, Jeremiah Freights from the Lumineers, and Modern Family's Julie Bowen to tell us things they may have only shared with their therapist, clergy, or a TMZ stringer. So join us on Too Much Effing Perspective. That's E-F-F-I-N-G Perspective. The only podcast you crank up to 11. <laughs>